one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. AEW faces misconduct allegations this morning, plus more scrapped plans from WrestleMania, and we chat exclusively to the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis. Done some empty building stuff in COVID. I did some stuff before COVID, empty building, but you know, it was there. <laughs> For Thursday, April the 15th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. So the news came down last night that Ivelisse is no longer part of All Elite Wrestling. She hadn't been seen on TV for a substantial amount of time. And in a since-deleted tweet, she has suggested that this parting of the ways was far from amicable. She wrote Wednesday night, quote, History repeats itself, unfortunately. I speak up about mistreatment and I get let go. That's life. This tweet has since been deleted. AEW have not announced the departure of Ivelisse at time of recording. But uh, we know that there have been a few issues uh, between Ivelisse and AEW over the past six months. Uh, in in one, one case in particular that stands out was a match between Ivelisse and Thunder Rosa. Uh, in, back in September, a match which became synonymous because it almost came across as Ivelisse just stopped working with Thunder Rosa, just stopped selling moves in the match. And uh, and you may have seen the video circulating online, uh, a tweet featuring an image of her no-selling Thunder Rosa in this controversial match from September did the rounds last night. And Ivelisse commented on it, saying uh, that she... Quote, Thunder Rosa pulled the same thing in Lucha Underground. I am the vet in both scenarios, which means she's disrespecting me and the company by doing that. Now, when asked for comment on her departure and the things that she's said since last night, Ivelisse sent the following statement to Fightful Select. Quote, I spoke up about mistreatment from a coach, even to other women too. There were witnesses and I was the one suspended and left in limbo and just now let go. And nothing has been done at all about the entire time about Thunder Rosa, slandering my name the entire time in AEW and doing everything to sabotage my position there. I kept quiet. Thunder Rosa also has a history of getting involved with officials in order to get ahead, which there was a lawsuit and everything about in Lucha Underground. That is a statement from Ivelisse issued to Fightful Selects. Uh, some comments there made by her last night following her apparent departure from AEW. More details online at cultaholic.com. 
Last night, it came to light that a fan who attended events during WrestleMania week, as well as WrestleMania night one and night two, has tested positive for COVID. Uh, Twitter user by Gord Logan put out a tweet saying returned from GCW Collective and WrestleMania yesterday and tested positive for COVID today. Everyone make sure you get tested. This is followed up by a tweet from John Pollock of Post Wrestling, who says, I reached out to this person and they informed me they received their positive COVID-19 test on Tuesday night. As a notice for those that could be affected, he attended the following shows. Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, Spring Break and both WrestleMania nights. Now, Bygord Logan goes on to say, would like everyone to know I'm not upset or anything at anybody. I knew the risk going into it. I just want to spread awareness and make sure everyone gets tested that may have attended these events. So one more time, if you attended Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, Spring Break and both nights of WrestleMania, it is advised that you get checked for COVID-19. We'll have more details online at cultaholic.com. Off the second row! the pro kick by Sheamus as Riddle came off the second rope. Innovative offense by the now three-time United States champion. One more accolade to add to an incredible WWE championship resume. At WrestleMania, the Celtic warrior Sheamus is once again United States champion. We've spoke a fair amount since the weekend about scrapped plans for WrestleMania matches that were changed last minute and decisions that came and went before the show even started. Got another one for you today. Uh, This comes from Fightful Select. Uh, One of the matches that was changed at WrestleMania, as well as The Fiend and Randy Orton from Night 2, also on Night 2, was Riddle versus Sheamus. So Riddle going in as United States champion. That was the match where, as you heard there, Sheamus smashed a bro kick into the face of a tilting Riddle to become the U.S. champion. Fightful was informed that originally Riddle was supposed to retain the United States Championship at that show, but the match result was adjusted in favour of continuing the feud with Sheamus tentatively. So the U.S. Championship is in a weird situation at the moment because WWE did have some longer plans revolving around the U.S. Championship, and those plans involved Keith Lee, Story goes that Keith Lee was set to become the U.S. champion back at uh, Elimination Chamber. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com making sure like Bobby Bobby had to lose the US the US championship that night because he was about to become the WWE champion and the plan was originally for Keith Lee to be the man that won it however Keith Lee was unable to compete at Elimination Chamber uh, we haven't seen Keith Lee on TV for a substantial amount of time now so Riddle won the belt instead and there were no long-term plans to make to keep Riddle as US champion and now we've decided to put it onto Sheamus to keep that ticking over this looks like whilst it wasn't the planned direction for the US Championship, it certainly was the direction that they chose to go in for WrestleMania. As I said at the beginning of this, this was one of multiple plans uh, that chopped and changed around WrestleMania weekend. We've got a full update on all the stuff that nearly went down at WrestleMania at cultaholic.com right now. The one thing about WrestleMania that I think made us all incredibly happy was seeing fans at a wrestling show once again. And Nick Khan, the WWE president and chief revenue officer, was speaking to Variety about the importance of having crowds at WrestleMania and plans for the near future. Uh, On the subject of crowds at WrestleMania, Khan says, if it could be done in a safe way, we had to get it done. And I think ultimately, thanks to the great work of all the folks here, we were able to get it done. If you recall, WrestleMania last year was two to three weeks into the pandemic. We had to cancel last minute did it from a studio it was certainly a different experience so we wanted to make sure that the fans and the people watching at home got the wwe experience that they are used to on the biggest event that we have khan was then asked about the future plans for live events to return with fans present and he said any plans yes any plans we can share stay tuned but just know that once we're back on the road we're on the road full time We're not looking to do other one-offs. Again, this was WrestleMania, and we felt it needed to be done for the fans. So look for news coming soon. WWE will not rush to get back onto the road. As it stands, they have a lease with the Yingling Center in Tampa, Florida, that it will keep them there until August. So their contingency will presumably be to stay within the confines of the Thunderdome until the summer. I'm going to put a prediction out there. This is a wild hack theory. My prediction being that we will start to see that return to fans from SummerSlam onwards. I think we'll plan something big for SummerSlam. And from there, it will be a return to touring schedules in that capacity. We saw the debut of Frankie Monet on NXT on Tuesday night, formerly Tyre Valkyrie. And she's responded uh, to those who have kicked up a fuss about her new WWE name. There was a bit of uh, backlash from this. Not WrestleMania backlash, just regular backlash. Bit of backlash to her name uh, from Tuesday night. And she says, Hey guys, I love my name. Maybe since I picked it. Go figure. I could be called Sunshine Tudor and I would have made it work. So take a breath 
Stop complaining and enjoy this evolution and ride with me. Thanks. Hashtag Frankie Monet. And for the record, nobody was going to name me Sunshine Tuna. It was just an example. The name does not make the wrestler. One that's powerful and strong helps, of course. But just know we all think long and hard about these things. I'm me, La Huera Loca. Always, now, forever. Anyways, yesterday was special. I'm exactly where I meant to be. Thank you for all the messages of support. I see you. Eva Marie was chatting to Muscle and Fitness, once again talking about that return that is no doubt still on the cards for WWE. She says, quote, I love WWE so much. I owe my career to Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and of course, Triple H. They took a chance on me, a no-name kid. When it comes to me stepping back in the ring, absolutely. I mean, I feel like now is the time for some heat. We all know your girl got a lot of that. So I would love to definitely step back into the ring. It's just, it just has to be the right time and the right moment. And if that opportunity arises, you better believe your girl is coming through. From one wanting back in to one saying no on the Angle podcast, formerly known as Heath Slater, now known as Heath, talked about declining an offer from WWE following his release last last year. So do you remember when we had, it was coming, we probably have the year anniversary of it, uh, where we had that mass departure from WWE. Uh, but they released a whole bunch of wrestlers and talent and furloughed a bunch of staff as well. And one of those caught in amongst all that was Heath Slater. And he briefly made a return in July for that one-off against Drew McIntyre. And he says, quote, they offered me a contract, but it was like half of what I was making. I was like, nah, I just need to find myself and do other things and just chill. Just breathe and relax and spend time with the family. Just chill. I never burned any bridges up there. They all know me. I still talk to more than half the people in WWE. I was there for so long and we're friends. It's no hard feelings. I told them I just want to go and do my thing for a little bit. And they were like, we don't blame you. You get it. That was it. No Heath returning to WWE. Uh, unfortunately sidelined with an injury that kept him uh, from uh, capitalizing on that momentum he had coming into Impact Wrestling. But no doubt big things still in the future for one Heath. NWA Power is back following a year of downtime. The National Wrestling Alliance got back up and running with their pay-per-view back for the attack last month. And they've been putting out new shows from the GPB studios in Atlanta, Georgia, every Tuesday night on Fight ever since. Last night, I got to catch up with the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis, to talk all about NWA Power is back! And I prove once and for all that I'm not just an animal in the weight room. I'm not just an animal in the bedroom. What? Now I've proved that I'm an animal in the boardroom. What? Because Fight TV broke out the big check, brother. And they secured NWA power. And now we are here. And we are going to deliver just like we do every single time for you in all of your homes around the world. And tonight, yes... You asked me about Trevor Murdoch. I will go on record and say I don't condone that type of behavior. You know me. Okay. What is the name of our group? Strictly Business. Okay. If there's no business to be done, we can't concern ourselves with that. What we have to concern ourselves with is victories. Because I had to leave my broom in the back because I had a prop. Because I was going to come out here and brag about the big clean sweep that Strictly Business had. 
because I wanted that man to be standing here with the World Television Championship. And let's face it, it's only a matter of time before you're looking at the World Women's Champion. And then everything will be right in the universe. Strictly Business will be on top. And the NWA will be back right where it needs to be. We welcome back to Cultaholic Island, one of the first guests on Desert Island Graps back in 2019. Uh, and in all the things in the world that has changed since 2019, the one constant, the divine constant in all of this is he is still your NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. It's Nick Aldis. How are you, Nick? I'm good, Tom. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's uh, it's a point of contention. Uh, you have to be, you know, I, I find that, I have to let other people talk about the length of the reign because obviously if I mention it right away, I get jumped from, oh, you only defended the title a few times. Oh, COVID doesn't really count. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Still yeah. counts. Still counts. Well, of, course it, of course it does. Of course it does. You know. You know. It's, uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking. Forget about, forget about the, the four continents I've defended the title on and the, you know, 40 different states I've defended the title right before COVID. Let's, you know, let's just, <laughs> let's just, you know. Does it bug you? Does it bug you that people? Because it, it was a quick, it was a quick reaction there. Does it bug you a little bit that people go, "Well, it doesn't count the last year." Because well, it, it not not only in the sense that because the length of the reign is so unusual for the modern era, obviously it's a point of it's a talking point for a lot of people, and they go, "Wow, you know, like this, it's you know, it was over nine hundred days. Like, you know, when was the last time somebody, you know, and, and that?" But it's like. And, but which then, of course, opens up. The, and I'm sitting there going, "I didn't, I didn't bring any of this up." You know, it's not, you know, so it's 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 hard enough in the wrestling business with it obviously being such a opinion based industry and so polarizing on every level. And you know, it's you have to have a thick skin at the best of times. But it's like there are times where you just go, "God, just give me a break." Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask for any of this. Like I'm just trying to be a good pro wrestler. I'm just trying to do what I do. That's all I'm yeah, trying to right. do. Uh, like, and- I'm, like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Johnny Digital Six One Nine. Like I really <laughs> am. You know, I, like I'm, I'm so sorry you feel that way. You know, but like, go outside. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> you know I mean? Fair like, point. Well made. I was like, you seem upset. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's uh, it's back on fight now. NWA power. Describe that feeling after all that went on in the world in 2020. Walking back into GPB Studios in Atlanta. Oh, mate, it was uh, it, it was very it was very 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 special, very rewarding. Um, and uh, I think you know, getting there, driving to Atlanta this time, and and um. Because I, I live in Nashville, so I, so it's a drive for me, and I so I drive down, and it's quite it's quite nice because I get to sort of just go on my own time, my own schedule, and, and sort of uh, you know get there get there when I feel like getting there, nice and early, and sort of getting getting used to everything. And it was it was very cool because uh, there were time, even though obviously it had been a long time, it also felt very familiar, uh, you know, going back in and. 
the, the one thing about GPB Studios is that um, I know that the show gets often, it's sort of categorized, and, and I guess rightly so, as this sort of throwback, uh, you know, nostalgic kind of marketing and kind of vibe and everything. And obviously we, you know, we, we go for that. Like it's a deliberate thing, but you know, that, that building and those studios, it's, I mean, it's a really phenomenal television studio. I mean, it's, you know, they, they film all kinds of great shows there. So it's this really slick professional operation and the people there are just so great, such pros, you know, so to, so to be able to come back and the, the guys there, at GPB, they really like our show. Like they sort of know that it's not a very big show in comparison to some of the stuff they do. You know, it's not on like network television or anything like that. But that there's something they're all they're all just like, man, you guys are so like, yeah, it's so great to have you guys back. And like, we love this show and it's so fun. And like, you guys are all so like full of energy and you know, so easy to work with and stuff like that. And I think that's a gratifying thing too. That for once, as you know, especially coming up in the the british you know independent wrestling scene there were so many times where you felt like a second class citizen when it came to dealing with uh you know building owners or managers and you know the sort of ancillary personnel that you have to deal with in the wrestling business because they always sort of look down their nose at wrestling and they have this sort of oh wrestling like oh you know they sort of always treat you like you're you know ex-cons or something and to, to you know so to be received like that and to you know to have that sort of working relationship where they're just like oh man we love this show like oh it's so great to have you guys back and and for, and for the for the boys to be uh recognized as being so professional too is like really easy to work with compared to other television people and stuff like that like that's what i take a lot of pride in because even though it's not my show you know per se it's like i take a lot of i take a lot of pride in the culture that's been sort of created in the dressing room and it with the, you know, with the talent, like that's, if, you know, if it was a football team, I'd be the team captain. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, so, so it's cool to see that all these people uh, receive the wrestlers like so well and, and with, you know, with such affection because that speaks a lot to sort of how we conduct ourselves and, and, you know, the kind of vibe that we, that we give out when we're, when we're working because it's so fun, but we're everyone there is total pro too. Like there's, there's very few sort of divas drops. There's very few sort of, um, you know, big kind of dramatic moments backstage. It's, you know, everyone's kind of on the same page. And if, if a segment goes really well, like a promo goes really well, like everybody's like, fuck yeah. Like you nailed that. Sh you know what I mean? Like good shit. That, that's money, man. Like, you know, everyone comes back and goes, yeah, that's great. Like let's, you know, let's do this. And it's, and you know, that the people around it get sort of swept up in it too. So that's what I was, you know, that's, that was the, the best feeling I took away from the whole experience. What have been some of the challenges getting back into, uh, into the rigors of putting together NWA power in this sort of new normal? What are some of the challenges that you guys uh, have faced? Well, the, without, without, for me anyway, the worst, <laughs> the hardest thing is, is the whole, is the COVID protocols. You know, just the sort of, um, you know, obviously masks have sort of become almost, you know, second nature, but it is, you know, there, it was like, that was probably the hardest thing about the tapings this last time was that the building, you know, as, as, as great as they are and as, 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 you know, good as our relationship is, 
the one thing they were very, very adamant on was like, we really want everyone to mask up when they're not working. So like the second that you come back through the, through the curtain, you know, please remember to try to mask up as much as possible. And obviously over the course of a day where you're starting at sort of 10 a.m. and in my case anyway, getting there at like 10 a.m. and not leaving till sort of midnight, you know, there are a few times where you're just going, uh, I'm just going to go find a private room by myself so I can just take this fucking mask off for half an hour and, you know, and not, be, not be in any trouble. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's just the sort of, it's, you know, that's a first world problem. It's not like, a, you know, it's not like it's in the world. And uh, I guess the other thing too is just trying to keep the energy of the show up with, you know, a, a, a couple of dozen people sort of taking on the role of audience who are kind of extras and, you know, ancillary sort of uh, talent or ancillary help. And, you know, I mean, those guys, I mean, they're, you know, the, 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 our sort of audience, so to speak, or the people, you know, playing the role of <laughs> standard audience uh, at GPV this time. I mean, those guys deserve a medal because they, they were made up mostly of uh, trainee wrestlers um, who would come to you know to help at the ring or to be on standby or to you know to maybe be maybe be in in a in a, in a small sort of enhancement match or something uh and some of the guys who do uh, who do the post-show podcast you know who we'd sort of invited down to to come and be you know just basically just come and be around and be available because you know as, as a lot of people will tell you the, the wrestling business is built on the back of uh stooges and help you know people who are just there to sort of help out with whatever um is, is there a lifeblood of the industry and in this case like those guys i mean i several of the boys uh went out of their way to go and find them and kind of keep them keep them going you know over the course of the day like hey you guys are like doing such a great job thank you guys so much like it's brutal to try to work a 20 minute 30 minute match you know, with with no noise whatsoever. And it's amazing what a difference just, you know, a, a couple of dozen people sort of reacting can do. It's just it's just enough to sort of keep you going. And, um, you know, certainly with the pay-per-view with like my match with Stevens and stuff like that, that was, you know, I, I, I've done empty, I've done some empty building stuff, you know, in COVID, I did some stuff before COVID, empty building. But you know, it was. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it was, it was like it was. Uh, you know, and it's it's brutal. It's tough. So you know that those guys um, really went above and beyond. But hey, you know, those guys all now in in the minds of everybody there and, and everyone involved with the NWA now have a sort of a special place in our hearts. So it will serve them well, you know, in their future careers. Nick joins me later on today on this here podcast feed for a special episode of Desert Island Graps Revisited. This is where I'm inviting previous guests on Desert Island Graps to watch one of the three matches they would watch while stranded on a desert island. And you can watch along with us by having the match on in the background whilst me and my guests are talking. And one of the matches that Nick Aldis chose, I thought it makes sense to do. We've got the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion on. So, of course, we should watch an NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match. So join me later on today as Nick Aldis and I will watch Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from the Chai Town Rumble. You have it on the network, whatever iteration of the network you now have, you can stick it on in the background. And we basically add commentary to it shoot the breeze while the match is on 
really great to catch up with Nick Aldis. And that's on the podcast feed a little later on today. YouTube.com forward slash Cultaholic. AEW Dynamite graded and AEWTF moments for the last time. We say goodbye to AEW Dynamite Graded and the AEWTF moments later on. Plus, we have our reactions to WrestleMania 37 Night 2. Already waiting for you at youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. And at Cultaholic.com, our very own Jack asks the question, has the build to WrestleMania become irrelevant? It has been one of the ropiest roads to WrestleMania we've ever known this year. But the event itself turned out to be fantastic. So Jack asks the big question whether or not it's really that important anymore. Find out what he says at cultaholic.com right now. And I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 